Greetings, my peeps, and welcome to the All Things Basketball podcast with your boy GD. In this episode, I will be giving my Western Conference predictions, how all the teams in that conference will finish in their respective divisions. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. All right, guys, so it is that time of year. It's time for predictions for the NBA. Let's start with the Western Conference and how teams will finish. So let's start off with the Southwest Division. Uh, Right now, I see Dallas Mavericks coming out on top in that division. Uh, Kit. Jason Kidd is the new coach over there. Rick Carlisle is out. Um, it's going to be interesting to see how Jason Kidd coaches Luka. Um, I I think that's kind of a match made in heaven. Um, and Kidd, I think, I want to say that Kidd probably's learned something from his previous stops. Um, and I think him sitting in on that championship team over there in LA under Frank Vogel I think that does wonders for him and he brings that over to Dallas um the question over there is is the Luca and Porzingis riff over um it seems so because uh Porzingis actually had a solid preseason and they as a team had a solid preseason so um, yeah, so Dallas right now is looking like the pride of that division. So, uh, so yeah, I see Dallas coming out on top over there. Um, the new additions they have, uh, a couple of Knicks, Reggie Bullock and Frank Nielakina, who I actually think, uh, Nielakina will play, um, pretty well there. It's not much expectation on them. Um, he'll be the defensive guard coming off the bench. So it's not much to, you know, not much pressure in that regard. Reggie Bullock, who was solid over here, a three and D guy. So something that, um, Dallas desperately needs. They need defensive players. So they were able to get two here. And then they got the young kid, Moses Brown from OKC. So, uh, Dallas is in solid shape here. They still have Tim Hardaway Jr. So, yeah, so I definitely see, um, I definitely see them as the pride of that division. Um, coming up second will probably be the Memphis Grizzlies. Memphis Grizzlies right now, you have Jarrett Jackson Jr. Can he stay healthy? That's the whole question. He has all the potential in the world, but health is has been an issue with him thus far in the NBA so can he give you a solid year across the board um and give you at least 70 70 games in a count uh in a season can he do that we'll see we'll see guys but um and then also too will um will guys like Dylan Brooks uh, Kyle Anderson, who had a better year. He had a better year. He was healthy throughout. Um, 
He's able to give solid all-around numbers in the absence of Jaron Jackson Jr. And then Brandon, Brandon Carr, who had an off year. Can these guys improve enough? Um, new additions for them. They did get Steven Adams in that uh, uh, in that Falashunas trade. So um, I think getting a guy like Steven Adams playing next to Jaron Jackson is just what uh, the doctor ordered. Steven Adams, who doesn't demand the ball much, he goes in there, he gets his rebounds, he defends the paint. Um, he'll do his game will do nothing to hurt. Uh, Jaron Jackson's so um, yeah solid pickup and also got the young kid uh, Jarrett Culver from Minnesota as well Um, they got rookie Zaire Williams so yeah so and then remember that uh, Memphis was one of those playing teams last year so I think they got a little bit better guys so um, I'm picking them second in that division and then third, the San Antonio Spurs. Um, somehow Popovich finds a way to get this team to play above their means. So um, how long does Popovich stay in um, San Antonio? You know, all his guys are gone. I mean, Tim Duncan is his, is his assistant coach over there now. So, But um, how long does he stay on? Does he stay on for a rebuild? Um, seems like he's there thus far. So, um, and can, can Keldon Johnson, who was in the Olympics, can he, uh, take his game to the next level? We'll see. We'll see. He has the potential to do it. Uh, we know about that backcourt over there, uh, DeJounte Murray and, uh, also Dwayne. Um, Dwayne White. So, you know, they have a solid backcourt over there. So we'll see what happens with that in terms of the new additions over there. They have, uh, they brought in Doug McDermott, who had a solid year for the Pacers, uh, Bryn Forbes from the uh, championship Milwaukee Bucks. He's replacing Patty Mills. He kind of does the same thing that Patty Mills does, uh, uh, surprisingly so, so, and then also they got a guy like, uh, Thaddeus Young, who they got in the sign and trade for, um, from the Bulls, uh, Thaddeus Young, who could play all the front court positions, very solid pro, um, we'll, we'll see what happens with that, and then, uh, Zach Collins from Portland, who hasn't really played NBA basketball in a couple of years, so he's recovering from injury. So we'll see how it goes with them. But um, yeah, so Popovich has a way of getting this team to overachieve. So I see them finishing third. Um, finishing fourth, New Orleans Pelicans. Um, is the big question is is that foot of uh, Zion Williams? Williamson, is that going to be an issue all year long? So far, it has been, so we'll see what happens. Um, And then the next question is, who's going to run this offense? You brought in Devontae Graham from the 
Hornets. You brought him in to replace Lonzo Ball. You also brought in uh, uh, Tomas Saransky from the Bulls, who also knows how to handle the ball, so on and so forth. And then you have uh, Kira Lewis Jr., the uh, young point guard who hasn't really had a chance to shine just yet because of the po- glut of point guards they had with uh, Bledsoe and Kidd. So um, who's going to end up running this offense? Uh, smart Money says Graham, but, um, you know, this could be a work in progress. Um, the In terms of uh, new blood coming in, uh, uh, Jonas Valashunas uh, from the Grizzlies, he comes over. He's kind of the guy who they definitely need because they, you know, they ended up trading uh, Stephen Adams. Uh, Valashunas will go get his offense. He'll he'll give you a double double in a hot second. Uh, he'll work that interior. So um, I think this was a smart trade, uh, especially with you don't know what's happening with Zion. I think a combination of him and Brandon Ingram uh, can get you some points, uh, definitely for sure. And the sleeper guy over there is Nikhil Alexander Walker. I think he's in for a monster year. I really think that. Um, I think he might be a candidate when everything is said and done. As far as most improved player, he'll be in the conversation. Um yeah, because now he'll get he'll really get a chance to shine. So, uh, and then also they um, from the draft they got Trey Murphy Jr., one of the one of the fine shooters uh, that was in that draft. So, um, but I think the uncertainty at the point will hinder their chances in that division. So I'm picking them fourth, and then bringing up the rear is. The Houston Rockets, Houston Rockets right now um, are in full rebuild mode. Uh, the question in there is, is Jalen Green and Kevin Porter Jr. the future backcourt for this franchise? Um, that's the way it's looking on game um, come the season opener. So, And then what do they do with John Wall? They already had conversation with him. They want to try and deal him. I don't think they'll be able to, not at that price tag of 40 plus mil. So I think they may have to, uh, you know, bite down hard and end up buying him out. This way he can go wherever he chooses to go. Uh, I There's no market to trade him whatsoever. So, um, yeah. So uh, I, I I think that's what's going to end up happening there. Um, and you have all these young guys there that, um, and you got to see what happens. Uh, as far as, and then who who is your sm- small forward? You still have Eric Gordon there. You have Jay Sean Tate, Kenyon Martin Jr. Who Who's going to end up being? Uh, being the small forward there. Who knows? Um, as far as new blood coming in, Daniel Thies, 
He'll be the center for the moment, um, playing next to Christian Wood. You brought in a bunch of rookies, Green, uh, Usman Garuba, uh, Alperin uh, Sengun from Turkey, who everybody's raving about. He can be a, uh, a, a Jokic-type player. So um, they're talking about him. And Josh Christopher as well. So, um, again, it's going to be rebuilt mode. Um, they're going to see what they got in these young guys and take it from there. So, um, so that's the Southwest. Now for the Northwest. Northwest, I believe it's going to be nip and tuck. But I think in the end, the Utah Jazz, again, ends up being on top of that division. Question is, uh, with Mike Connolly and his hamstring, will he be able to make it through the season unscathed? You know they're going to give him blows every now and again. Um, and they last year they were able to withstand that uh, with a guy like Joe Ingles able to come in and kind of run the offense. And then the... The good thing for them is um, in the draft, they got a guy like Jared Butler, who's not afraid of prime time. He, in fact, he was the MVP of the NCAA championship team um, over there at Baylor. So uh, he's a guy who's not afraid of the big moment, who can handle. Um, will they finish on top in the West? Will they do that again, what they did last year? Um I don't see any reason why they wouldn't. So, um, yeah, so everything else is in place. Donovan Mitchell, he's there. Rudy Gobert, um, Bogdanovich as well. So, uh, uh, Royce O'Neal's, he's improving. So, yeah, I don't see any reason why they can't, um, do what they did last year. So, uh. Utah Jazz, I think, finishing in that um, first place. Denver Nuggets. Um, the question is, can Monte Morris and Fasunda Campazzo, can they hold it down until Jamal Murray comes back? Jamal Murray's looking like a perhaps a January return, February even. So, uh, can they hold the fort until he gets back? We'll see. Um, and then, you know, they will probably be very cautious with Jamal Murray. This is your, your franchise point guard. So, um, but they need him. They need him. He was sorely missed in the playoffs. So they're going to need this guy. And then, um, your second question is, what is Aaron Gordon going to give you? Um, remember, they got him in the midseason trade last year. So um, he has a training camp now to assimilate himself into this team. So um, it'll be interesting to see what he gives them. Um, you already got the, the league MVP, Nikolai Jokic. Um, you got... Uh, Michael Porter Jr., who you just gave that big deal to, um, and he's been improving. Um, defense leaves a lot to be desired, but uh, it is what it is. 
And then also you brought in a guy like Jeff Green, a solid pro, a pro's pro. He knows exactly what to do. He fills in where needed. Um, doesn't play above what he is. So, um, yeah. And then um, in terms of rookie, they did get a guy like Nashawn Highland. So, uh, yeah. So a second place finish is what I see for the Denver Nuggets. Third place, Portland Trailblazers. Um, I don't think they did anything to move the needle for them to jump above those two teams, the Jazz and the Nuggets. I don't think they do any did anything to kind of uh, you know rectify that. Adding Cody Zeller isn't going to move the needle. Um, now, what happens with C.J. McCollum and Damian Lillard. I think one of those guys will be moved eventually. Um, who it is, that I'm not sure of. So it remains to be seen. Um, you heard all the rumors in terms of Ben Simmons for CJ McCollum. Um, you heard those type of rumors. So uh, we'll, we'll see what happens. Getting us Simmons, though, really frees up things for Lillard to find his offense more. So uh, that would be an intriguing um, pickup. And then I definitely say a guy like um, Norman Powell, who you got in midseason trade as well, I, he would that would give him opportunity to step up also. So, um, again, that, and then um, Justaf uh, Nurkic. Can he stay healthy? He's he's had injury issues these past uh, few seasons. So can he make it through? That's another big question. And then also you have a new coach in Chauncey Billups. How does he reach these guys in his first season there? So, so a lot of questions to be asked for Portland. But right now I can't see them leapfrogging over those two teams unless some kind of major injury comes down the pike for one of those squads. So, And then fourth, you have the Minnesota Timberwolves. The big question there is, can this um, Carl Anthony Towns and D'Angelo Russell duo, can they take it to the next level? Can they take these this team to the next level? Remember that he um Carl Anthony Towns wanted him over there in over there in um Minnesota. So <coughs> excuse me. So can can this duo that wanted to play together can they take this team to the next level? We'll see. And then also can the sophomore Anthony Edwards and um, also Malik Beasley. Can those two guys coexist? They pretty much played a s similar sort of game. So um, so we'll see with that. Um, I guess one would be the shooting guard, the other small forward. Um, yeah, so uh, the, 
it'll be interesting to see how they mesh. And then your new, your new addition over there is a guy like Patrick Beverly, who this uh, let's face it, this team needs a shot of toughness and um <laughs> and Patrick Beverly that's the one thing he's known for. So um maybe he could get these guys to to push themselves. We'll see, but definitely uh, I see them finishing fourth, and then. Your last place team will be OKC, the the th- the Oklahoma City Thunder. The question there is, what are the who are the foundational pieces that you're going to surround Shy Gilkis Alexander with? Who who who's who's that going to be? Is it Lugians, Dort? Is it Darius Baisley? Is it Theo Maladin? Is it Alexei Polkasevsky? Who knows? Um, You got rookies coming in like uh, Josh Giddy. You got Trey Mann, Jeremy Robinson Earl, Aaron Wiggins. Um, I really like Josh Giddy playing next to... Shy Gilkis Alexander. I really do. This really opens up things for him. As far as um, Gilkis Alexander, I think it really does. I think the smart move is to put Giddy next to him in that starting lineup. And uh, making a bit of a prediction here. I think Giddy can be in the conversation for Rookie of the Year. I'm putting it out there, so. Um, but we'll see what happens. But um, yeah, there will be the last place team, um, definitely lottery type teams. But th- it's going to be fun to see how the pieces fit. So we'll see what happens there. So that's the Northwest Division, um, the Pacific Division. Um, <sighs> Okay, so prop I would say for all intents purposes the Lakers will finish atop that division. Here's what I will say though. I think although they will finish on top of this division, I don't think they finish um above a team like Utah or the Nuggets. No, Utah. I don't think they finish above Utah. Um, They won't be the top seed in that division, I think. I think it's going to take a while for them to come together. And then I think, too, a few guys are going to be load managed. Um, LeBron, for sure. Probably AD as well. Um, And and, and the big thing is... um, can Westbrook and LeBron coexist? These are two ball-dominant players like to control the offense. Can they make it work? They're saying all the right things. They're, you know, hanging out. They're, you know, all that stuff. But can the, can they those two make it happen? We'll see. I say yes, but, again, we'll see. Um... And then as far as can't 
all those pieces. They brought in a lot of pieces, guys. So you brought in um, West, West, Russell Westbrook via trade. Um, you also got uh, Mello in the offseason. You got Dwight Howard. You got DeAndre Jordan. Kendrick Nunn. Malik Monk. Wayne Ellington. You brought in a lot of pieces, guys. Trevor Reza. Um, and the thing is, too, Trevor Reese is going to be out the early part of the season, as is Talon Horton Tucker, um, the kid from last year who um, shined in spots. Um, those guys are going to be out uh, a couple of months. So, uh, I mean, you got enough pieces here to, to be okay with those guys on the side. But... Um, we're talking LeBron, if it was LeBron or AD, that's a whole different ball game. But I think it's going to take a while for them to come together. I do think that. So um, they that's my bold prediction. They won't finish in the top seed in the West. They won't. So moving on to um, my next team in that division. Um, I wrestled with this. I really did wrestle with this. Um, I'm going to go out on a limb on this one. Uh, I wanted to say this pick is contingent on the health of one player in order for that, this to happen. Um, and I'm going to say... I'll do it. Uh, Golden State. I'm going to pick Golden State to finish second. Um, of course, the health of Steph Curry is is content. That's what this pick is contingent on. If Curry can stay healthy, I think everything is in place for them. Um, you got Clay Thompson coming back. You don't know what type of player you're going to get in him, but. Um, Right now, they have Seth Curry and uh, Jordan Poole playing next to him, which I think is a very good fit. Jordan Poole has played well in preseason. In fact, that team played well in preseason, 5-0. and um, Yeah, um, Draymond looks like he's, he's going to have a Draymond-type season. I like the young pieces that they brought in. Um, Via the free agency, oh no, not free agency. Via the draft, uh, you got a guy like Jonathan Kaminga and Moses Moody. I think these are two guys who can kind of be assimilated in. Uh, Steve Kerr has a way of you know getting these young guys in and getting them acclimated into the system. That's the one thing I definitely give him credit for. Um. And here's what my thing. I think when Clay Thompson does get healthy, I think he should come off the bench. I know that's sacrilege, but hear me out. First of all, he's coming off a major injury, two of them. Um, bringing a guy like Clay Thompson off the bench, you don't have to transition Jordan Poole back to the bench. 
Um, you make Clay Thompson your sixth man, and don't too, put too much pressure on him. It'll definitely outplay who's whoever on the other team's bench. So I think that's the way to go. That's me. That's just me. Um, also, too, uh, James Wiseman, you got to see what's going on with his health. They did bring back a guy like Andre Iguodala who can, you know, can give you a uh, solid play in spurts. But, you know, he's pretty much long in the two. But I really like this team. Um to finish second, so uh, that would put the Phoenix Suns as third. Um, question is, can they repeat the run from last year that they had? Um, also, will they be able to load manage uh, CP3 this way? He's fresh for the playoffs. I think that does happen. Um, I think that very much does happen for them. Um, you, you have your base of, of course, Devin Booker. Uh, you got a, a guy like Mikael Bridges, who you just gave big money to. He's a vital part of this offense, of this team. Uh, DeAndre Ayton as well. He's a guy who you definitely want to... Um, the only thing with him is the fact that they haven't signed his extension just yet, his rookie extension. They're still uh, kind of haggling a bit as far as the price goes. I think it's just a formality. I think it's just a matter of it happening. So, um, yeah, but uh, I think, yeah, it's just a matter of time, basically. So, um I think, again, about CP3, you got a guy like Cameron Payne to back him up, and you also brought in uh, Alfred Payton from the Knicks, who a lot of pressure was on him in New York. Um, Phoenix is a place he's been before, um, kind of in a situation he's kind of been in before. So um, I think if... CP3 was to, you know, have to sit. These two guys can man the fort um, in his place. Not for a playoff run, but enough to get by in the regular season. So, um, but I again, it's going to be a rough and tumble division over here. But I'm picking the Suns to be third. And then fourth place team, Clippers. I would have felt... A lot better. <laughs> I had him a lot higher if Kawhi was there. Then that's the question. Will he play this year? Will he play? He got the surgery in August. Um, which means if it's a 10-month process, and that's being generous, that would put him coming back May, May-ish. Um, Mayish. So yeah, no, I don't see Kawhi playing this year. I just don't. So until then, you got Paul George carrying the load. Um, so uh, and 
And that's the whole thing. Paul George will be carrying the load. You brought in a guy like Eric Bledsoe, um, who's he's okay, he's fine. There's, I guess the um, with Eric Bledsoe and Reggie Jackson in your backcourt, you you can kind of survive with that. So, um, they're, but they're gonna need guys to step up. You're gonna need guys like Marcus Morris to step up. You're gonna need guys like. Um, like uh, Terrence Mann is going to have to step up. Abaka, um, he's he has the back injury, so we don't know when he's going to be back. Zubox has to play well. It's a lot of things that just have to go right, and then you you need Paul George to be uh, healthy and productive. So a lot of ifs there. So that's why I'm picking them fourth in that division. <clears throat> I understand they have rookies coming in, Keon Johnson, Brandon Boston Jr., but um, yeah, I just think there's too much firepower above them, so uh, a fourth-place finish. And then finally, the Sacramento Kings, who actually played well in the preseason as well. And on paper, it seems like this team would be a team on the rise, but they look at the division they play in. Um, otherwise I would be high on them. I really would. Um, and then the biggest question is Marvin Bagley, the third, what are you going to get from him? He's been injury prone his first few seasons in the league. Um, when will you finally get a campaign where it's like, yeah, that's the guy that's, that went second in the draft. When are you going to get that year? If if you don't get it this year, I don't know when you're going to get it. So um, he, he he has to play well. Um, you're solid at guard. You're rock solid at guard. Um, De'Aaron Fox. You have you have Therese Holly Burton. You have uh, Buddy Hill, and you just you just drafted Davion Mitchell, um, the point guard for the world. For the NCAA champion, Baylor Bears, so you're rock solid at guard. Uh, Rashard Holmes, uh, up and coming center in the league. You still have a guy like Harrison Barnes. So, and you added pieces. Tristan Thompson, you added. Also, Alex Lynn, just in case you lose Holmes for an extended period of time. Uh, yeah, so. In any other division, I'd had them higher, but that the unfortunately they would be a fifth place finisher in this division here. So, so that's the West. Um, in terms of the playoffs, here's how I see it. Um, amongst those top six teams, it'll be the Jazz, it'll be the Lakers, it'll be the Nuggets, it'll be the Ma Mavericks. It'll be the Phoenix Suns, and it'll be the Warriors. Those are my six playoff, uh, top six playoff teams. Um, in terms of the play-in, it will be the Grizzlies, the Clippers, the Blazers, and the Spurs. Um, conference champions will be the Lakers. Um, my dark horse in that division, I mean, in the conference... Um, 
I say the Suns. I say the Suns if everything goes right. Um, if you're able to manage CP3, I don't see why this team can't repeat the run from last year. I understand. I get it. Uh, the Lakers weren't the Lakers. I get that. But, um, boy, what a what a uh, conference final that would be if those two met up. But um, that's putting the cart in the head, ahead of the horse. But I'm just – I know Utah is a fine reg, regular season team. I just don't trust them in the playoffs. And I would feel better about the Nuggets if – Jamal Murray was at full strength, which he could be come playoff time. So that can change the dynamic also. So anyhow, so that is my picks for the Western Conference. Coming up will be the Eastern Conference. Ooh, who am I picking? Who am I picking over there? I guess you'll have to tune in to see for the next episode. All right, guys. So we will talk then. So, my peeps, if you enjoy what you're listening to, you can follow me on my Facebook page, GD That Sports Dude. You also can follow me on Instagram and TikTok at GD That Sports Dude. And also on Twitter, you can find me at GD That Sport Dude. Also, you can email me at That Sports Dude GD at gmail.com. You can also support me through my Zelle at that same email address. And also on anchor.fm slash gd that sports dude. You can hit the support button there to contribute to this podcast and also like me there as well. And again, I thank you for listening to this content.